Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 62. Christians are crazy. I am broadcasting live. Well, live for me, I'm barely alive. From the Power of Change Worldwide headquarters here, yes, in Blacksburg, Virginia. My brother Jesse Fury will be joining me again next week. We're kind of on a little pause, I guess, for a couple of weeks, for for a couple of reasons, actually. We've been kind of going through the book Deep Work and some of the concepts, you know, involved with working deep and things like that based on uh, the books of a Georgetown computer scientist. And Jesse is doing a month-long experiment um, based upon this, this book. And so um, he is kind of canceling his social media uh, for a bit. And so he um, he's kind of going to report back to us on, on uh, practicing some of the things that Cal Newport uh, advocates. Um, rule number three in Deep Work was quit social media. Uh, and then a follow-up book called Digital Minimalism. He's kind of uh, following some of the prescriptions in there. So Jesse will report back to us on that. But um, yeah, but today I'm kind of in a crazy moment. I have actually actually have a time crunch. So this is not going to be a long podcast, but sometimes you get provoked uh, and you want to say something. So episode 62, Christians are crazy now. Uh, I got a little something, something to say from the world of soccer, uh, but also from the world of cultural orthodoxy. We'll get to that in a moment. This is kind of my day off. It's a Friday. I'm heading out tomorrow uh, on a trip to Oklahoma City. I actually have a call in about 30 minutes, so this will be a short po- podcast uh, with some folks out there in Oklahoma. We're doing some uh, existing church assessments with the Acts 29 Network. I'm looking forward to that. But today I've kind of taken the day off. I figured I'd uh, smoke some baby back ribs, and I literally just started my charcoal. So um, I, I fire safety, friends. It's, it's near nothing. There's no wind. It's safe. Uh, after this podcast, I'll go drop it in the smoker. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have some fun with some ribs today. Maybe I'll put some pictures on my social media because I have not yet quit social media. But yeah, that's today. I'm timing a lot of things. I'm timing my smoke. I'm timing picking my son up from wrestling practice. Maybe going to cut my grass, listen to some podcasts myself. Uh, and then a short 30-minute work call here at 11. Quick segment, though. I got a little something thing today. Not that into it, so sit right back. A little bit of review-ish. It's time for review-ish. We talk books and tech and movies and things, but don't care enough to write anything. It's not a review. We're not that All right. It's not a review. We're not that into it, so sit right back. It's time for reviewers. We talk books and tech and music and movies and things. Well, today we're talking tech. No, I'm not going to talk about Disney Plus, though my kids would like to give a reviewish of Disney Plus and episode one of The Mandalorian. Episode two comes out today, by the way. Uh, my tech reviewish today is on AirPods Pro. Now, Apple's put out these white iconic AirBuds, you know, with wires on them for years. A couple years ago, they put out AirPods, which were complete, totally wireless things just stick in your ears. People got used to that weird-looking uh, alien white things hanging out of your ears. Well, they recently launched AirPods Pro. Now, before you think, Reed, man, you just like got bank and rolling bank on all this tech, man. Um, most of the time when I buy stuff like this, I'm using frequent flyer miles because I don't have enough time to go on like vacation or anything because I got kids going to college, playing soccer, and going to school. And my wife coaches, man. We got, we got no time for vacations. Rebuke me, send me the email. I know I need more time for vacations, but uh, I I use frequent flyer miles to shop like in the Apple store, y'all. Come on now. Give me some props. Um, Anyway, so I get these things uh, for hardly any money at all. 
AirPods Pro, man, noise canceling. I've cut the grass with these things. Works. I've had these on airplanes. Not quite like your over-the-ears kind of noise cancelers you'd get from Beats or Bose or Sony. But, man, good enough to just travel with the little pillbox in your pocket. Uh, really fantastic sound. One of the one of the uh, features that I was shockingly enjoy is called transparency mode. So you got these little things stuck in your ears. They form a seal. Apple has a little test app. In the, you go under Bluetooth, you hit the settings for these AirPods Pro. It'll actually test whether you have a good seal. Like it closes your ear canal, right? You want to, you know, you don't want sound waves going through because you're noise canceling. So that's a problem if you want to hear people, if you don't want to get hit by, you know, hit by a car walking across the street or your kids are trying to talk to you when you're listening to podcasts, you know what I'm saying? Uh, transparency mode actually takes the microphones and then broadcasts the world around you, the real world sounds into your ear through the actual AirPods. Pretty cool stuff, man. And they work great. I highly recommend them. They're a little pricey, but for what you pay for uh, noise-canceling headphones and for what you get with these, they're sweat-proof, waterproof, can run with them, cut the yard with them, that kind of thing, man. Uh, well, well worth it. And if you have freaking flyer miles, you get them for free. Do that, too. So um, main topic today, I've entitled Christians Are Crazy. Now, you guys might remember a couple of weeks ago, did a quick thing that got into Supreme Court cases from the 70s related to church property, taxing churches, separation of church and state, and Beto O'Rourke, who's now not a candidate for president, uh, had said that he wanted to tax, you know, uh, churches or, you know, punt, you know, give, give no kickbacks and freebies or whatever he said, gifts or whatever to those who did not support sexual orthodoxy, right? Like, uh, uh, in his case, same-sex marriage. And so, uh, aiming at church and stuff like that. Well, that idea of the orthodoxy of our culture, the demands, right, of uh, the world on maybe people who hold to things like marriage between a man and a woman and families and things like that. I saw a little hint of that this week from a world that I really enjoy, the world of world football. And by that, I don't mean Pittsburgh Steelers and Cleveland Browns and that kind of thing, but soccer, right, around the world. There's a story that came out of England where Manchester United women's manager, right? I am actually a Manchester United supporter. That's my team. That's my club. Don't hate. Don't send me little blue dots or anything like that. I'm a red, all right? Um, Manchester United's women's manager, Casey Stone, had to issue one of these apologies, right? And this was an exclusive by the Telegraph uh, newspaper in the U.K., now, this is interesting because, you know, these kind of apologies, you know, where somebody hurts somebody's feelings, they're then trotted out in front of the media for them to offer contrition. And then the press, in this case, the Telegraph has an exclusive on it, is going to kind of offer their own take or whatever on this incident of somebody offending someone. Well, in this case, Casey Stoney, Stoney has apologized for joking, right, that a United States like soccer player, right? In this case, uh, this was the U.S. player in 2017, uh, right? That um, North Carolina Courage defender Jalene Hinkle, she refused to play in like a pride jersey, rainbow. She's a Christian. She didn't feel like she could do that and said so. And then she's kind of been out of the national team, let's say, since then um, because, uh, you know, for reasons, right? So she apparently, Casey Stoney, uh, was joking that this U.S. Uh, former U.S. national team player, probably the best left back in America, perhaps, had schizophrenia or someday would be in a cult. This is from the Telegraph. She apologized for joking that the U.S. player has quote schizophrenia 
and will be in a cult someday during the commentary of England's 3-2 win, the women's national team of England, against the Czech Republic. Now, this is a former England defender. She's 37. And the commentator, Robin Cowan, can be heard joking off, off, you know, off air. They thought they were off air, but the, the mic was on. Um, that they believe that defender Jalen Hinkle is, quote, nuts and, quote, a god-botherer. I guess that's an English term for a religious nut. I'm not sure. Um, and the footage was available, right, on the show that was broadcast. And uh, this was a broadcast by the Football Association in England, so it's a big deal. So in the apology, in the article with the tele- Telegraph, um, here's the apology. At halftime, a private conversation of mine was inadvertently broadcast. Whoops. Uh, I acknowledge that comments made during this conversation were totally wrong and have caused offense. For this, I am deeply sorry, and I respect everyone's views and reject all forms of discrimination. Very general apology. So the, the, the Telegraph goes on to discuss the apology on a, f- a few fronts. First of all, uh, the fact that she used the word schizophrenic or schizophrenia in a flippant manner, right? Um mental health professionals certainly don't think that schizophrenia is a, is a joking matter. In fact, the article goes on to quote a mental health professional, and it reads like this, Joe Lochran, director of mental health and anti-stigma campaign called Time to Change, said, mental health problems are not a joke. Amen. Schizophrenia is real and a debilitating condition that affects about one in 100 people in the United Kingdom. Schizophrenia and associated symptoms such as hearing voices, this is what she said that praying to God and talking to God is like hearing voices being schizophrenic. Hearing voices remain largely misunderstood and heavily stigmatized. Using the condition to trade insults, which is what the coach is apparently doing here, only serves to fuel common misconceptions and stereotypes, making it even harder for people facing these issues to speak out or seek support. So obviously she did something very wrong. Uh, in flippantly discussing a mental health condition uh, on the air in her references to Jaylene Hinkle. Now, um, there's another quote uh, when they um, they asked for a statement from the Football Association, right? It's a big deal, the FA. They run uh, soccer in England. It's a big, powerful deal, right? Um, they asked for a statement, and so they contacted Robin Cowan, who's, I guess, the co-host of this show. She has been contacted for comment But an F.A. spokesperson simply said, here's what the F.A. says. We are aware of an audio technical error that some viewers experienced on the F.A. player during the England women's match. That's the name of the show against the Czech Republic on Tuesday evening. The video was removed from the platform and we apologize for any offense caused. We are now working with our third party operator to put in provisions to in place to ensure this type of technical error does not happen again in the future. So there seems to be, from the FA at least, an apology for the fact that people heard this, right? Um, yeah, man, you know, we're sorry we made a technical blunder. You know, these people ripping, calling a, a religious person, praying to God crazy. Um, so, sorry about that. It shouldn't have been heard, right? Now, the interesting thing to me, at least, about this article is that there was no apology at all, and no comment given by the Telegraph at all for calling a young U.S., you know, former U.S. women's national team player crazy and an open mocking of her religious beliefs and practices, right? This again, uh, she's nuts and a God botherer. Now, they don't even, um, they don't even touch the coach's ridicule of religion. 
Uh, they could have, like, for instance, trotted out some person um, who supports, who's a Christian, maybe some sort of minister that supports, you know, homosexuality or, or, or some LGBT plus activist priest or some sort like that. Somebody from the Church of England who wants the Church of England to change on this issue, right? They could have trotted someone like that and in, in interviewed or quoted them about tolerance of religious beliefs. Because after all, every Muslim in the world, Orthodox Judaism— Many, many, many majority of kind of Roman Catholics, you know, Protestant Bible believing Christians. This is their viewpoint, right? Um, they don't even touch it. Uh, they don't apologize for it. Uh, for saying uh, that someone equated her prayer life, right, with insanity. Now, this is just a little hint, guys, of the orthodoxy and sexual orthodoxy and the priesthood of the culture. Once again, a slanting in the name of. LGBT plus uh, things towards and against uh, a viewpoint that's held in Scripture by a large majority of kind of monotheistic religious people over the millennia. Now, here's the thing, guys. For many, many years and many, many places in the West, at least, Christianity was an accepted uh, or an expected norm or or some used it to simply float along in kind of this one Judeo-Christian idea ideology and, and you know and if you were kind of a dissenter on that right you tolerate you know somebody talking about prayer or public displays of civic religion but if you question even if you're a famous athlete on a national team or even you know the rugby player who's been kicked out of all rugby in Australia for for quoting the bible about homosexuality uh you do that you're done man uh if you want to be a biblically faithful christian in public Right, uh, that's becoming somewhat of a rebellion against the orthodoxy, and a little bit rebellious and revolutionary in orientation. I think Jesus was always that kind of guy. Not that we're ever wanting to live a life to poke anybody in some sort of offensive way. No, we don't do that. But here's the truth, friends: wisdom begins in the fear of the Lord. This is what the Proverbs teaches. The wisdom literature of the Old Testament. Um, Jesus said to keep on speaking, to have no fear, right? Uh, the Spirit of God says that the Apostle Paul in the ancient city of Corinth, which had all kind of ideology around it, all kind of priesthoods and pressures, have no fear of them, keep on speaking. If we're fools, we want to be fools or consider nuts for Jesus, and also fools in the way we love people, including and especially our LGBT plus neighbors and friends. Prayer's not crazy, guys. Prayerlessness is crazy. We should care about the truth of what we are as human beings, what we are made for, what our sexual powers are for. Uh, we should care about that. Truth sometimes takes a rap, though, man. This is a quote by Winston Churchill some of you may be familiar with. Truth is incontrovertible. Panic may resent it, ignorance may deride it, malice may distort it, but there it is. God is ultimate reality and real and the judge of all the world. And we are foolish if we're not crazy in our following of him because all will be ultimately vindicated in the end. Well, friends, that's all I have for you today, but I did want to try to uh, get Jesse on the phone here if I could. Uh, forgive me if I have some technical difficulties, but I'm going to call him up and patch him in here um, and just to see like if uh, he can give us a little preview. I can't, I can't get him on Twitter or Facebook or, 
or, or the gram. I can't hit him up on the gram because he's not on those things. So I'm using an old school technology called a phone call to hit up. Hello, hello. Bro- hey, Jesse, what's happening, dude? What's up, Reed? You are live, man, on the gospel. Well, live for us on the gospel underground. Love what are you doing today right Love now? What are, you, the, what are you doing right old, now? Old school. <laughs> I'm uh, in my study in the, in the, in the global headquarters of the Bonhoeffer house we have a double uh, we have a double global headquarters podcast happening right now <laughs> <laughs> I just told the crew man the, the the undergrounders man I just told them that there's no way I could hit you up on the gram right I had to use this well, oh you, you're right you're right you yeah. cannot hit me up on the gram tell us a little you bit cannot about... send me a a, uh, a a a message on messenger on Facebook you can't do it can't slide into I'm your off, DMs man. yeah you're all tell you us how yeah I've actually never had anyone slide into my DMs, <laughs> and uh, I'm not 100 percent sure what it is, but you cannot do it because I, I don't got anything to DM right now. And and if you if you continue in this state, I because I would love to slide into your DMs here soon and just say hello and sneak up on you. But uh, tell us about how it's going. I mean, obviously, don't spoil it. We got an episode coming, I think, two weeks from now on at the end of the month yeah. once you're finished your experience. T- tell us what your experiment is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, dropping in on Newport's book, Digital Minimalism, and some of the strategies he has for uh, really for being less distracted. That's my thing. And uh, I realized that uh, I spend a lot of time on social media, wasting time every day. Uh, it's not just every day. Like, uh, you know, sometimes I'll be at home. And uh, one thing that really got me was I was sitting with my daughter, who's just about to turn two, and I was on my phone looking at something, and she grabbed my face with both of her hands <laughs> and, and moved it so that I'd be looking at her and not my phone. And then she and grabbed like, your phone on. and threw it into the wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> she, has, she has grabbed my phone and thrown it down multiple times. And so uh, so I just realized I'm I'm – like one of the ways that I deal with stress and being overwhelmed, which I am at times, yeah. especially with my, with the work that I need to do is I'll turn to uh, social media and just being online. It just ends up being time wasters for me. So nothing oh. real nefarious about what I'm doing. I'm, I'm not, I'm not finding in in any DMs or anything. It's more just, I just kind of shut my brain down. Yeah. And oftentimes if I'm like, uh, I don't want to get too much into this, but you know, you know, that thing happens, that happens where you're like, you got, you're doing something with work and you're like, Oh, I need to figure out, uh, um, where this person lives or who this person is. Right. And you look you up an address <laughs> yeah. and the next thing you know, you're like an hour later or and you're like, what have I, what just happened? Wow. Well, don't give, uh, don't so give anyway, up man, too I'm, much to us today. Don't give up. I will. I want next I time you to I describe want, I want an experience, an experiment. <laughs> cutting stuff out and uh, excited to talk more about that in a couple of weeks. Amen. Amen. We're going to get from Jesse uh, kind of his procedure, what he did on his phone. Don't tell us today. Uh, and then a little bit of what's applicable for us. I'll probably be the the resistant person that needs to be rebuked for my own. I looked at my screen time this morning. Oh my goodness. Don't do that friends or do it. If you want to be able to do <laughs> some like the- deep work. Yeah. That's like the weekly reminder of how much of a loser I am. Yeah, and man. So I'm trying. Yeah, 
Tells you by app. Tells tells you what app and where you're doing. We can't wait a couple weeks from that. But in in between, everybody, as we wrap up today, uh, in between, we're going to do a little talk on Kanye. Yeah, I know, I know. Everybody's talking about Kanye West. We're going to talk about. Are we going to be the first people to talk about Kanye? We're going to be. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be. We're going to be something. We're going to talk about hip hop revolution speeds, a little bit of uh, uh, you know how how through the '80s and '90s hip hop has served as a kind of speak out in the world, and is Kanye doing that still? Do we know? Well, you have to tune in next week, Jesse. Thank you for joining me. The Gospel Underground. Yeah, man, good, good to be on. Amen, brother. Joint production of Jesse and me in the shed quarters is is is. Uh, review us on iTunes. Five stars are acceptable. Comments, feedback, questions. Hopefully I'm not burning my house down with my charcoal chimney. I'm going to go start the fire, Jesse. It's already started. We are Dialogue Ooh. taking place in the borderlands between church and culture. We hope you see you out there. Peace. Peace. Later, guys. <laughs>